And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Welcome in, senseless. Welcome in, uh, all newcomers and uh, continued members of the senseless community. You have found the Bold Nonsense podcast, and uh, that's what we're doing today. The red light is on. The red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us, the Bold Nonsense podcast crew. Uh, I am one of those members. I will be the only member on this week as uh you know we've talked a little bit about it but we're in uh, in crazy times and with sports starting up again well you know uh our, our boy at still smooth he works for a company that uh is involved with a lot of sports so he gets very busy uh kind of got screwed today wanted to be on um but you know things happen late and he he couldn't get around it so you got me this week for episode 119 on 7-9-2020. That is Jeff Fisher Day of the year 2020. Some 7 and 9 bullshit for you. That is 7 and 9 bullshit. That's going to be this week, most likely. Uh, not a lot to talk about, but we're going to talk uh, one huge contract, and then we're going to get into a little thing I came up with that is... Uh, based on and following up on a couple episodes ago. So, lots of teasers there for you. Stay tuned, and you'll hear that in its uh, in it, it, you'll hear that proper uh, later. But this is gonna be. I say this every time that I'm I'm solo on a podcast. This is gonna be pretty short and sweet for you. Um, keeping it quick because I got a lot of shit to do because going on vacation tomorrow. Right after work, uh, so I got to get you know all the all the T's crossed and I's dotted before before I take off. So uh, that'll be fun. Today will be fun. I'm at Walt Disney, happiest host on earth. Nerd alert! I thank you for joining me once again. But without uh, any delays, without uh, you know any random thoughts or on the state, those aren't delays. But we don't do those when I'm solo because I sound like a, a crazy person, tinfoil hat guy. Um, Let's just get in right into trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Okay. We're ready to go. Here's trivia. Starting with last week's question. What was the last shortened NBA season? And who won the championship that year? 
pretty topical. We've got a shortened NBA season coming up uh, very quickly. So, what was the last shortened NBA season? 3-2-1. That was the 2011-2012 lockout season. Uh, another CBA disagreement, I guess. Um, and there was a lockout. So, yeah, not that not that long ago we had a shortened season in the, in the span of things. But who won the championship that year? It was the Miami Heat. The LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Miami Heat won. I believe this was their first one. Second, and I, I, if I remember correctly... This was the second year they were together. And uh, this is the first championship that they won. So shortened years. LeBron on LeBron on a fairly new team. First couple of years. Does he do it again? Ah, that's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting to think about. Anyway, this week's question. Not super topical. But who cares? Sometimes it's just fun. This week's question. Who has committed the most career personal fouls in the NBA, in NBA history? Excuse me, one more time. Who has committed the most career personal fouls in NBA history? Find out on 120. But for now, we go to our singular news topic. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Let's talk about... Huge amounts of money and f- over a very long span for arguably uh, the best player in, a, in the NFL. I would say inarguably the best quarterback right now. I'll give it a right now. But the best, Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs drop this massive, interesting, feel-good topic on all of us in a week that, hey, it could be said that we we need it. So thank you to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes in his contract, 10 years on top of the two years he has left on his rookie deal. So really 12 years. Uh, tw- yeah, 12 years. My nephew, why? He'll be 17. Oh, our boy, the captain, his son will be 12. That's a long time. That's a long freaking time. Good on him. 12 years extension, but the 10 year extension, uh, just that 47, 47, 477. I can't even wrap my head around the amount of money. Million dollars, $477 million base. But it's got all this weird stuff. You know, it's tied to the cap. He can't make any less than a certain percentage. He's got like roster bonuses and all this kind of stuff that could bump him up to over a half a billion dollars in earnings. 
that is insane and well-deserved, in my opinion. Uh, although I can see both sides. So already we've gotten uh, a dissenting viewpoints here. We've got one half of people are like, hey, you, he's good, transcendent, you pay him. Pay him everything. And there are the other people who say that's an overpay. You, you can't do that in football. Why? Salary cap. That's why. I mean, and, and I see that for sure. Right? But what I think this is, and, and with all the salary cap stuff um, being tied to a percentage, that helps the Chiefs. And this isn't what he could have taken. He didn't draw a hard line. He actually helped them out. Um, with this contract, yes, it's a lot, but a lot of it's incent. There's a lot of in- incentives. There's a lot, uh, like I said, salary cap based, and that's really what the team needed help with. Is we've got to help. We need help salary cap wise. And Patrick Mahomes, he said, "Fine, let's do it." Because what do I always say? Uh, when when people get into contract arguments and uh, give me all the money, especially you know basketball and and football especially, at this point, you know, it's 2020. If you are playing a salary cap sport professionally, you can't go in saying, oh, I never thought that uh, my contract could be limited because they've got to pay other people. You know that. It's the internet age. Kids know everything these days. You know that growing up. So if you, you're growing up and you choose football, especially with Patrick Mahomes, you choose football over baseball, then you should be willing, should be willing to, to take some, not team friendly in terms of like Tom Brady, I'm 38 and I've made all this money, so I'm going to take almost nothing. But you need to work with your team to get something that's fair. And you need to give some. It can't be, oh, I think this is fair. You give me that or I do nothing. It's, I think this is fair. What do you think is fair? Let's meet somewhere in the middle. That's what you've got to do. And that's what Patrick Mahomes did to his credit. And this is the other thing. So so mature. I mean, never been an issue with the guy. Uh, except people love him too much sometimes. Um, but he said... That he talked to his dad, which played pro pro baseball. He talked to a lot of people he grew up with, you know, because of his father. He grew up with professional athletes. And he talked to them. And he said, look, I don't, you know, I think I'm making enough money here. But I can't, I can't tie the team. I can't handcuff the Chiefs. I can't ruin what we've got here. And he even said, I can't make it so they, so we have to jettison Everybody who who brought who who created the culture of the Chiefs before I was even there. Anything he's, he's talking about, especially on the offensive line, um, Duvernay Tardif, um, Schwartz. Uh, I think Fisher came in either with him or just a, a little bit before him. But you know those guys uh, who who really they laid the groundwork. They did those things first, and then he came in, and he was able to be a leader within that, which is great. But he understands, I need people around me, and I can't take everything. And almost immediately, 
did he lead by example? Because right after he gets his contract, and yes, it's huge and the numbers are massive, but he didn't take them for every penny he could have. And he said it. He said, I didn't want to. I didn't, that wasn't my plan. I, I tried not to. Um, almost the very, very next day, or maybe even just a couple of days later, Sammy Watkins restructures his deal. He takes less money. And he says, how much money do I really need? I mean, you know, I made all this money. Um, so that's, that's the kind of guy you're getting with Mahomes. It's not just like, oh, he's so, such a good talent, but he is getting other players to do the same. And I think that's why the Chiefs are so comfortable in, in doing this for Mahomes because he sets such good examples and he is the face of the league. And, and he, he just, he really... I don't know. He really he leads the Chiefs, which sounds so obvious. He's the quarterback. He makes all these plays, but beyond that, he leads. He's given. He gives. Excuse me. He gives this playmaking, but he also gives this energy, uh, and I think that's that's contagious throughout the Chiefs. I always go back to to the the playoff game against the Texans. They're down twenty four nothing. They score like one touchdown. And Mahomes is running around like crazy. He's going all the over the sideline. He's getting the fans back into it. And the look on his face and what he was yelling to the crowd and to his teammates were, we're back. All we needed was one touchdown. Yeah, we've got to get a bunch more to, to actually tie it up. But once we get the first one, game over. Now we're rolling. And he and that, that fed to the Chiefs, you could see it. That fed to the Texans, and you could see it. That was all Mahomes' energy, and that's why you give this guy the biggest contract in sports history. Totally deserves it. Totally deserves it. And I'm excited to see how he tries to answer the bill. But okay, that's really the, the only, that's the big story, um... Obviously, we've got like the NBA is starting up. They're starting to practice. Everybody's starting to show up at the bubble. Uh, baseball's getting going. Um, then seeing clips of baseball, which is amazing. It makes me feel really good. Uh, watching Dan Wilson talking to his catchers today. The catchers, no names. Uh, hated him last year. But hey, I love Dan Wilson with like my whole heart. So uh, it's just good to hear him. That's in baseball. That's coming back soon. It's going to be amazing. The NHL is going to be playing in Canada, which will be fun. Uh, Zion stepdad is taking improper benefits, but it's not Zion. So who cares? And he's now in the NBA. So also who cares? We've got a big golf tournament next week, not this weekend. So be tuned for that. We've got stuff coming back and it'll be fun. This podcast and sports in general, just going to ramp up and I can't wait to get those good vibes back. But wanted to talk about the big Mahomes deal this week in the news. And now I just want to, uh, get to, I guess we could call it. Yeah, let's do it for recess. Come on, let's go to recess. If we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Okay, this week, this week for recess. I wanted to revisit, if you remember, on episode 115, we had Still Smooth there, we had the captain there, 
And I went. We went over my well, it's Disney's rankings one to forty of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, didn't really have a whole lot of criteria. It was kind of everything involved, what you've done, what you will do, your team, uh, lack thereof or, or good, good thereof or whatever. Um, but we went through it all and I decided what I would do was I would rank each NFL division based on those rankings. So I went one to 40. Patrick Mahomes was one. Mitchell Trubisky was 40. All I did was I did, I took the reverse of that order and did the points. So Patrick Mahomes got 40 points. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, he got one point. So you kind of see how that works there. I just flipped it on its head, and that's how the points works. Um, and then I, I went through everybody on the list, put them in the division that they're in, added up the points, and there we go. So it, it might have come out a little wonky, but I think it's a, I think it'll be very interesting because uh, it does point out some things about each uh, division. So without uh, without further ado, let's get into it. I'll start at eight. The eighth best division in terms of quarterback accumulated talent is the NFC East. The NFC East is uh, it had Carson Wentz obviously had Dak on there, Andy Dalton. That's the same team, but hey, accumulating talent. Uh, Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins. So five guys. NFC East, your worst division in terms of quarterback talent uh, in the NFL. At seven, the NFC North. Helmed by Rodgers, who I had at five, fifth best quarterback. So, but then it drops. I mean, you got Stafford, who is seven for me, but then it really drops off. Cousins and Foles and Trubisky uh, all kind of kind of bring down the NFC North. So they are seventh. In at six, the AFC South. Another oh another one that's kind of brought down not brought down but it's oh again it gets pretty average you got Watson Watson was all the way up at three so he got thirty eight points for his whole division but then you get Rivers who's a little above average uh, and then Gardner and Tannehill who so are both kind of average to the bottom side of average and that kind of brings that down so the AFC South you get that so you can kind of see like teams who who haven't acquired maybe as many quarterbacks. They're a little bit lower. Uh, what are the options behind Watson? What are the options behind Rivers? How comfortable are they? What about uh, behind Gardner, Tannehill? I mean, after Tana, after after Mariota left, what's behind Tannehill? So, how comfortable are you with that? And then at four and five, we had a tie, but I'm going to give a tiebreaker to the fourth team, and we'll get the fourth division. We'll get to that. So at five, the AFC West, yeah, the AFC West, who has the best quarterback in football in Patrick Mahomes, is five. Because after that, you've got Drew Locke, pretty unproven, Derek Carr, uh, hopefully not proven yet, because if that's proven, then not good. Justin Herbert, not proven, Mariota, hopefully, again, hopefully not proven, and Tyrod Taylor, so it kind of bottom, kind of bottoms out pretty quick there. Mahomes definitely holding up, definitely the class of that division, as are the Chiefs. 
Um, but there you go. And the reason I gave the fourth team, the NFC West, the nod over the AFC West, is because they have they only have four quarterbacks, and they still tied the the point margin with the AFC West. So the NFC West beats the AFC West because they just have their starters here. Russell Wilson, obviously Kyler Murray, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Goff. Uh, Russ R- Wilson was the second best quarterback by my rankings. Kyler was 14. So there you go. Uh, with just their starters, they tie the AFC West. That's why they get the nod to four. But your top three divisions in terms of quarterback talent in the NFC in the NFL are at three the AFC North with Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, and Baker Mayfield all in the top. Uh, let's see, all in the top 22, or excuse me, 20, in the top 20, um, with Baker being 19, so there you go. Now at two, the AFC East, kind of a shocker here, I'll be honest, I didn't, when I added this, I, I just put the points down, I added it up later, didn't know who was going to come out on top, I had a good idea, but I didn't think the AFC East was going to be this high, but here you go, you've got Darnold, who I had all the way up at 12, Josh Allen, who's 16, and then Tua's up there, Cam, and then Fitz and Stidham, who are at the lower end, but all everybody else is to the higher end of like Darnold at 12 and Josh Allen at 16, and then you've got Cam and Tua who are in the middle there. So a lot of quality and a lot of depth, which should be interesting. And then the number one is the NFC South, and it won... Uh, pretty much going away. It had a, it got 128 points, and the next closest was 113. So, uh, not that close. The NFC South obviously headed by Drew Brees, Tom Brady, then Matt Ryan, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill, and Jameis. Three of those are on the same team. So pretty impressive for what the Saints are doing. Um, so depth and talent. Should be very interesting in the NFC South. But there you go. The best division in terms of quarterback talent in the NFL is the NFC South, followed by the AFC East, AFC North, NFC West, AFC West, AFC South, AFC NFC North, and NFC East. So, there you go. You disagree? Well, hit us up. You know where it is. Bold.nonsense on Instagram. Bold underscore nonsense on Twitter. I told you it was going to be short and sweet. There you go. That's all I wanted to get to today. Wanted to uh, kind of revisit that list. Thought it'd be a little fun exercise and I definitely couldn't miss before I went on vacation. Couldn't miss talking about Patrick Mahomes and the largest contract in sports history. But with that said, uh, find us on Twitter. Like I just said, bold underscore nonsense, Instagram, bold nonsense, email bold nonsense podcast at gmail.com. Expect a show on Saturdays. That's hopefully when you're listening to it. Uh, at least on Saturday or Sunday. We want to be your weekend listen. Uh, we call ourselves your Saturday side piece, but really we're your weekend listen. That's the official weekend listen. It's the Bold Nonsense Podcast. And that's what you're listening to right now. Find it. Spotify, iTunes. Those are one and two, respectively. If you don't like either of those, go ahead and hit SoundCloud or iHeartRadio. Um, if you're listening, Spotify, or iTunes, if you can, if you can review 
please do. And throw us a rate on iTunes if you can too. Um, that really helps our numbers, really helps spread the word about our podcast. Speaking of spreading the word, hit a subscribe and tell a friend. Spread the nonsense, as we like to say. But with that, I am at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This is Bold Nonsense Podcast. This is episode 119. Uh, this is a congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. And this is your invitation to stay senseless. very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.